0: All right, how we doing everybody? I'm your host Will Reddington and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Our show is brought to you by Mm -hmm. Vegas Live 365. If you are looking for a way to bet on sports from the comfort of your own home, if you're tired of driving across the bridge, Vegas 365 is your spot. Message me, Will Reddington4, on Twitter if you want to get set up. Whether you bet $5 or $5,000 every single week, Vegas 365 has you covered. Our show is also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy Sports. Use promo code RED with two Ds for a $20 deposit bonus. On any deposit, $20 or more, Thrive has awesome NFL contests rolling each weekend. You could win up to $10 thousand dollars. And of course we are also brought to you by O'Shea's Irish Pub. O'Shea's Irish Pub, as concerts and events start to return to the KFC Yum! Center, there's no spot more equipped to give you the best pregame or the best postgame you could ever ask for than O'Shea's Irish Pub, downtown 123 Main Street. Very easy to remember. All right, let's get it going. Red Talk. We are back. A.B. Austin Biggin is here. I'm your host, Will Reddington, and uh, we just took a couple unplanned weeks off. Sorry about that, but the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, we're rolling right along. It's a really tough time to do podcasts because there's not really a normal day like the NFL or college football where you can kind of sit and recover and then talk about what's coming. It's uh, just every single day non-stop. We actually had a little break last night. It was, it was kind of nice. Fell on mental health Monday, which is always great. What's been going on?
1: Uh, you know, just watching the watching the playoffs. Been getting really into the hockey playoffs because those series seem to always be close and sometimes better. than the, All the Game 7s were better than both those bad Game 7s we got from the NBA. So, you know, uh, I, I can't complain. It's a great time of – it's a great, like, two-month stretch for sports fans every single night, meaningful games. Hard, like you said, to do podcasts. Everything changes so quick. You just look at the – the Suns were up 2-0 and then – A week and a half later they were done so yeah i I really enjoy this time of year i feel like i'm getting into it more than i usually do watching pretty much every game
0: the hockey in regular season it feels like the games are so long because it's 60 minutes and i love the way they do regular season overtime three on three and then the penalty shootout but in the playoffs it feels like those 20 minute periods fly by so fast and it just keeps your attention i don't know how it, it just does it's just, that
1: it's just non-stop like there's no like dead balls there's no like in the nba playoffs you get a, like six reviews a game it's brutal
0: yeah it's hockey terrible. is just but,
1: non-stop and overtime playoff hockey is probably like the most intense thing in sports maybe like pks in like a big soccer tournament but
0: oh yeah that was pretty cool yeah uh but, yeah. yeah playoff big, hockey's right there big fan of those but yeah th- those hockey announcers are just incredible how fast they have to they, talk.
1: Yeah. I don't know how they even know where the puck is.
0: Cause like you're basically doing radio at that point because yeah. you can't like just let the game play out and at, uh, have conversation like you have to go nonstop really impressive job Uh, a lot of good stuff going on in the hockey world we'll dive more in depth into it when it gets to the final four we got eight teams left now but nba uh we got mavs warriors celtics heat going on tonight so we'll sound out of touch on that if we do that so we're gonna ignore it al horford's out because of covid protocols i guess we're still doing that that's uh
1: marcus smart out as well
0: yeah, so the Heat uh, probably win easily tonight. Uh, wouldn't worry about uh, it. Easily, but uh, probably a 20-point Heat win. The Celtics just don't have no that. chance. do do that. Um, which is a huge bummer. You know, I really like the Celtics and want them to win the series. Big fan of their team and, and city. But they're they're just cooked tonight. It's over. I don't even know why they're going to go out there. Mavs Warriors. Uh, this is going to be a fun series. Did, did you want to do anything about the, the Suns?
1: Uh, I mean... Don't I've know, seen bro, your yeah.
0: tweets by the way. Yeah. Uh I'm not a fan. So uh, I you know, Luka
1: wanna... is my favorite player. So I I'm, I'm gonna side with him over anybody. But uh, we just crowned the Suns after they made the finals and blew a 2-0 lead last last year and I I don't I don't it doesn't really sit well with me. Aiden unplayable in the playoffs. These these it's not on him. These bigs that are that can't guard which it's the matchup they got with the Warriors with the five out. Like you can't play they did the same thing with Gobert. The Warriors also, kind of invented small ball, so I don't think that will be an issue for them. But uh, and then Aiden quit on the team um, before this playoff started. I said it's not a matter of if Chris Paul gets hurt; it's when he gets hurt. And um, I I hope for his sake that he's hurt because that was the most pitiful thing I've ever seen.
0: Uh, you know, second set spectrum stats has uh, like percentages on all this crazy stuff, and Chris Paul, the top five times he was used as a primary defender in a playoff series. All five times came in the last five games of that attacking series. And it just, it shows that like Jason Kidd is a very, very good basketball coach. He was kind of written off after that weird Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett experiment in Brooklyn towards the back end of their careers. It doesn't go well. The stuff in Milwaukee wasn't great either. Jason Kidd is kind of written off because of that. Now he comes back. He's a great coach. I think the Lakers bubble thing kind of saved him. But Chris Paul, they found a way to exploit The drastic weaknesses that the Suns do have. The Suns were an unbelievable regular season team. One of the best teams in the clutch that the NBA has ever seen in the regular season. And uh, yeah, I I tell you what, I did not have much fun watching that game seven on Sunday. I was really excited and I, I had a really long weekend and I actually fell asleep right when I got home. Complete accident. And I looked at my phone and said, oh, my God, I missed the first half of the Suns game. I got to get up. And I looked at the score, 57 to 27, yeah. and just made myself get on Twitter to take it. You know, it's like, you you deserve this. Go ahead go ahead and take it. Because every time I've been in an NBA conversation over the last three weeks, oh, do you like to win at all? And then I get mocked immediately. I was getting mocked before this happened, and I couldn't imagine what it was going to be like afterwards.
1: I mean, it wasn't just Chris Paul. Booker was terrible. Aiden completely quit in game seven. I mean, there's just a, a whole team collapse. I mean, Chris Paul gets the the majority of the speculation because he didn't have – he was bad after game – when he had that incredible quarter in game two, it was like, oh, my God, this is like the best we've ever seen Chris Paul play. And then he just completely disappeared for four straight games, or five games, really. So he'll he'll get the majority of the lane, which is fair. But, I mean, Booker was terrible in game seven. Ayton quit. Like I said, they couldn't really use find a use for him out there with the – five out offense small ball so yeah I mean it's not the first time that we've seen the best regular season team just flail out early but it was still equally as shocking the way that they just didn't like I expected the Mavericks to play really good in game seven because I mean they have Luca and all their shooters had all the confidence in the world but I definitely did not expect the Suns to play definitely their worst game of the year.
0: Yeah, what Luca did to the Suns and to me and to other people that were cheering for the Suns, it was like a performative art. It didn't feel good. Um,
1: Just laughing after every bucket.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't (laughs) love how far cameras have come. In this time, you know, you used to just watch the game from a zoomed out perspective, same view, the whole time. And now they're they're showing you these sweet 4k shots of Luca taunting you and possibly some young children in Phoenix that were just tuned in to watch their heroes. Devin Booker. Yeah. 0 for eight on threes in game six and game seven. But I I thought the Suns were the best team. They weren't, you can't claim to be the best team claim to be unlucky. If you lose all three games that you played in Dallas and not really have much of a chance in any of them. Uh, It's very disappointing. But it is a cool, rare time in the NBA because we just spent a full decade, basically since LeBron made the decision of going to the Heat, where we had a pretty good idea of at least one, and for a lot of times both, who was going to be in the finals. You had the Warriors teams and then whoever LeBron uh, graces his presence with. And now it's like last year was kind of the preview of that. The Suns were an underdog in the first round series to the LA Lakers. They make the finals and then the Bucs, it was a can Giannis get this done? obviously he can we learned that and now this year four teams left it's really hard to make a strong case that any of them are the best
1: yeah there's not one of the four possible matchups in the finals that would surprise me at all uh the celtics are the betting favorite i think that's fair or maybe is it the warriors it is the warriors yeah the warriors are the favorite and then the celtics so the celtics warriors is the expected finals matchup you're just going on odds um I mean the Warriors, they get the benefit of the doubt because, you know, it's the same obviously these aren't the same, like it's not the exact same. Clay has not been Clay looks like a shell of himself. He had one good game against the Grizzlies, but I mean he's coming off a bad injury. So but it's it's the same core that's won three titles together. They have Jordan Poole that can go for thirty on any given night. So I mean it's fair that they are the the favorites to win it all. And then the Celtics, on the other hand, are the second favorite. They are probably the deepest team as far as like one through six or seven, the best. And uh, the best defensive team as well. The Heat could argue that as well. But, yeah, I-, I wouldn't be surprised if the Mavericks beat the Warriors. I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat beat the Celtics. The Heat are obviously the one seed. It's not like a crazy upset. They're favored in game one. Probably be favored in game two with um, Horford already out for game two, still in Miami. So, yeah, uh, we got a lot of lot of cool potential storylines, and it could go any of four ways, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, this Lucas stuff is very early LeBron. Like, I, I can't believe this guy could possibly be in the finals this year with this team. We look at those old LeBron Cavs lineups, and you're like, wow, he's really there with just Larry Hughes and Daniel Gibson. This uh, team
1: is probably a little better than it is. that 07 LeBron team, but it is similar vibes. But the the NBA has changed so much. Like, if you have four or five shooters on a team, you can win. Like the finals. Like the, the Warriors kind of took that to another level a few years ago. Stephen Clay obviously being the two best shooters in the NBA for a, a, while, a long stretch. But this five out, I feel like you can't win in the playoffs consistently with a big guy down low that cannot stretch the floor. We saw, which the Jazz weren't going to do anything. We saw Gobert get abused by the Mavericks. We saw Aiden not be able to, the Mavericks are hitting 20, 30 threes a game because they don't have somebody that can go out there and on the offensive end and shoot and the defensive end cover so the warriors um they kind of invented this whole small ball thing it's nothing new to them draymond is going to be their biggest player on the court i doubt kevon looney plays if any this series yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see those like the kind of the inventor of the modern playoff basketball versus like the team that's probably using it the best this postseason in the mavericks so i'm really looking forward to this series
0: yeah, it's it's going to be a fun series. Warriors minus two hundred and fifty to advance. Mavs plus two hundred and ten. Quick thing on the centers: the one center that totally works, actually two: Al Horford and Bam Adebayo. That those are teams that use their center the right way can kind of shoot it a little yeah. bit. Horford
1: can shoot the three. Bam has a very good mid range. He doesn't ever really shoot threes, but yeah, and Bam is quick enough defensively that he can, you know, he can adapt that.
0: And both those guys play really hard, whether they're getting the ball or not. And that was the main issue we saw with Ayton And after the game from the Suns, some very troubling things said in the post uh, post game, like Booker contract just,
1: year too. Like it's just great. Booker
0: said, uh, like they asked him about DeAndre not playing, and he was like, "Yeah, I just hope he gets his mental health right." Which kind of leads you to believe there was probably some sort of episode either in Game Six or in between Six and Seven or during Game Seven. And Monty Williams, you know, coach of the year, he probably doesn't feel like he has to to take that. But it is a bummer because Aiton, what, he had 20-something points in game five. And it's like, oh, wow, the Suns are exploiting the fact that the Mavs have no rim yeah. protection at all. And it kind of just, it's like a little pendulum. Like, what, what matters most, the rim protection or you being able to hit 33s? It's always 33s. It's just mathematically more. And when we get to this Warriors-Mavs series, it's really interesting. Both teams shoot a lot of threes. They both shoot really well. The Warriors have what four of the best five players in the series, if not five of, of six. You can even argue. I don't know all, how much it matters because the Mavs have Luka, and that one person turns all these other people into like members of the Avengers. It', it not a yeah. fun, not a fun time. I tell you what, to cheer against Luka Doncic, rather watch
1: something else. Yeah, he is. He is LeBron-esque in the way that he can put a team on his back and make every single person around him better. They shoot with more confidence so they know we have the guy on our team. Uh, it, it's so crazy. He gets I mean, he puts up similar numbers to LeBron, but he's like so unathletic and so slow. Like he's not anything like LeBron except for the fact that he th- can distribute like him, he can score like him and all that. But, yeah, it's like you said, I mean, Steph, obviously, as far as all-time ranks, Is better than Luca but I mean I don't know if I'd take Steph this series over Luca Steph has his nights when he's off from three and when he is off he's not he can still facilitate but he's not like one of the best players in the NBA when he's not hitting from three Clay has been bad more bad than he's been good and as far as game to game uh he had I'm not doubting Clay in game six ever if this gets to six I'm taking whatever his point total over is but uh yeah and then Draymond he's Like who, who are they really going to put on Luca? They put Draymond on them. They're just going to pick and roll off of. And then you got Steph or Clay, who's not the defensive Clay used to be, or Jordan Poole, who can't guard him. So you can have, you can have Draymond behind him for the pick and roll to get switched on, or you can put him out there. But either way, he's going to have a mismatch almost every time down the court.
0: There is no answer to that test because they showed against the Suns. The Suns were a great defensive team. They are going to get the switch that they want. And then if you don't, if you if you do that little stagger thing where you're in that no man's land, they're going to pass to somebody and you better hope they're not making it on that said night. But, you know, when we look at this, say, like, okay, you got Luka. yeah, number one best player in the series. Uh, maybe first, second in the world behind probably only Giannis at this point. And then you have Steph. Clay, Jordan Poole, Draymond, and Andrew Wiggins, the sixth best player in this series, started in the All-Star game. I don't That's think exactly. enough people say that over yeah. and over again. its amazing. I have not seen somebody shoot more consistent threes off only the backboard in my entire life. That's our West starting small forward. But uh, you're taking probably all of them in a row. And when you look at the Suns, how many Suns players were you really going to take before you took Jalen Brunson? You know, that yeah, I, I
1: think it... Presents Booker an interesting argument. Game one and two, Chris Paul. Yeah, and maybe DeAndre Ayton, not this playoffs, but and you could you could argue into the playoffs. Yeah,
0: you could argue Bridges, but that that's really about it. The thing is, the Suns have these guys that shoot a lot of threes. Jay Crowder, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, when they're open, they, they usually take only good shots. The only one that takes questionable shots really for the Suns is, is Booker, and he's earned that right. The Warriors have a ton of guys that take bad shots. I mean, we've seen Clay constantly throughout the regular season in the playoffs go 5 of 18, 6 of 20. He is not going to stop, and Jordan Poole will take offense to it, and he will decide that he is also not going to stop. And I think it's so interesting because you're looking at a team of champions at least their core three with green thompson and steph against this this new kids on the block mavericks team i think the mavs really know who they are they know Luca's in control and the rest of them are there to do their job to make open shots and to do something at the end of the shot clock if it requires i think the warriors have an ego problem right now which is crazy to say because steph curry is so fun and seems so nice but you see a lot of bad body language from the Warriors and. They lost that game by fifty, like to yeah, the, to the that, Grizzlies.
1: That's kind of been sticking in my head. And do we, do we think that they would have beat the Grizzlies with a healthy Jaw? And I mean, I know Dylan Brooks isn't on Jaw's level, but he did miss two full games, and that one game he almost won it for him by himself. So uh, I I don't know if they even get past the Grizzlies if Jaw plays all seven games healthy and Dylan Brooks doesn't miss two games, but. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors, like you said, they've earned everyone's respect. They've Steph has earned – Steph and Clay and Draymond have earned, like, the benefit of the doubt. Even now when I watch Warriors games against the Grizzlies, if they're down six or eight with, like, six minutes to go, I'm like, oh, here comes the run. Like, it's going to – it's just a matter of time. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the Warriors haven't lost at home this this postseason. Uh, that first-round series that he can kind of throw out, that Nuggets team was a, a shell of itself, basically one-on-five out there. But uh, they did beat. They did handle their business against the Grizzlies. It wasn't. It wasn't dominant in any way. Especially that game six. Um, I think the Mavericks lost one game at home to the Jazz. Yeah, uh, game one. Beat no the, Luka. Beat the yeah without Luca. Beat the Sun. So they they have one loss without their best player. Uh, beat the Suns all three games at home. So, I mean, it, it it sounds over overly simplified, but it might come down to who can steal one game on the road because both of these teams have insane home court advantages. They're role players are most likely going to hit more shots at home is how it always is. But, yeah, I mean, I I expect another another long series.
0: Yeah, I I do too. And the thing that I guess I'm not scared of Golden State at all, if I'm a Mavs fan, because the Mavs have had – four or five games throughout the postseason so far where it's like, are these guys ever going to miss? Are, is Are yeah. any of them going to miss? That, uh, any of them going to have an off night? The Warriors have really only had that one game like that, that yeah, derby they killed, night game they against the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies yeah. where they shot out of control and you're like, okay, like the, they're back. The Grizzlies have no chance.
1: They do like deserve your respect and like the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, this is not the same Splash Brothers team that we saw even before Kevin Durant was there. like. These guys are older. Clay is coming off a major injury and still doesn't look like he's fully back to what he could be. Um, Draymond doesn't even look at the rim anymore. He's not even gonna like you could the, the Mavericks' plan is probably going to be leave Draymond wide open and make him take shots. Uh, I don't know if he will, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I want the Mavs to win. I think they they can win. It, it's just yeah, it's hard to pick against the Warriors based on previous results, but I think they're playing better than anybody at least offensively right now
0: yeah and i think we can learn a little bit from what we did what like uh what was it three years ago before the bubble when we were like oh we're taking the warriors it doesn't matter like they're the warriors and durant and clay are kind of hurt and you, you don't know and they don't look as good as a as a team like the raptors do with like a head of the monster like Kawhi and all these other guys completely bought in i i Really, really like the Mavs to advance here, whether they win game one or not. They've shown that they can lose both games one and two and just blow the team out in Dallas. And and I don't understand it. I, I really don't. I, I still have not totally recovered from what they did to the Suns, but they, they ditch poor Zingas and it's like, Oh, we got nothing back. Dinwiddie was terrible for the majority of the jazz series. And then, and now it's like, wow, he's lighting the world on fire. Are you taking him over even Brunson at this point
1: that it it's unbelievable. And they really just need one of those guys to show up like Brunson and Dinwiddie don't both have to be great on any game. They just need one of them to go with Luca. And then, you know, Finney Smith, some combination of Finney Smith or, um bullock or Kleber is going to be hitting shots and bertans who had that one game where he was like five of five in the first half like, the latvian they laser. Sh- yeah they have shooters everywhere that the bertan stuff that
0: that hurts like that does not <laughs> feel good when he's coming in and shooting it it's like he's like one of those robots that they constructed and never miss
1: yeah you can you can tell how it's going to go for bertans after his first shot misses it, you're like okay and he makes you like oh god <laughs>
0: Yeah, it' uh, great coaching matchups in both series. Um, I, I love what the Celtics have done. Obviously, Spolstra, like, you know, one of the greats. But I think the Warriors getting Steve Kerr back is going to help. I mean, the Mike Brown stuff, it, it didn't look awesome. Who knows how much that actually has to do with the result. But I like to think it matters, at least. Like, yeah, that's I'm why sure they made these guys the same amount of money. But Jason Kidd, uh, it's 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 Tom. I mean, these guys, believe it that clip of him kind of narrating the defense and it's seeming at least like... They're completely bought in, and like you said. I mean, they Brunson Dinwiddie. One of them can be off, but Bullock and DFS Daily Fantasy Sports. Yeah. You got to have them in your lineup. <laughs> they're they're knocking them in. Like Dorian Finney Smith, his live totals on three pointers made it was getting to like six and a half sometimes in the second uh, quarter. I know
1: he had seven in uh, the game four or five, I think. Absurd. Undrafted. Yeah, uh, they, I mean, when you have shooters like that, you're never, like, out of a series. Uh, It's going to, like I said, it's going to be really tough to beat either of these teams at home. Uh, But, yeah, um, I think there's going to be a lot of high-scoring games. I mean, we might have a couple blowouts, too, if one of these teams gets completely hot and the other team just tries to match on the other end.
0: Could be all blowouts. Could be seven blowouts.
1: Yeah, seriously, with these two teams.
0: That's what's kind of cool in the NBA now, just quitting.
1: Yeah, it's... It's kind of hard to trust Steph and Clay right now. I mean, they haven't been great. Steph hit some big shots in that closeout game, but uh, I don't know. I mean, he's still Steph Curry. He's still the best shooter of all time. He just – they just don't look like the Mavs. They look and, they look old. And the Mavs have to have so much confidence after beating the Suns. Yeah, they just beat the team that was the favorite to win it all, the team with the best record in the regular season. Yeah. They're not gonna they're not gonna be scared. Say what you
0: will about the Suns, you know, people like you and Patrick Beverly, you know, you guys are kind of the same. You, like all, a bad team. <laughs> you all say all this stuff about the Suns. I promise the Mavs are feeling more confident to beat the Warriors after beating the Suns. It's not yeah, even Especially loved. after
1: being down 2 0. Yeah,
0: I mean it, it's unbelievable and beating them the way they did, destroying their will to live, uh, like maxing out the all-time sad fan shots in the crowd. I, I watched it, you know. I, I missed the first half. I watched the condensed game at, at work. I was kind game, of bored. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh,
1: you missed the part that mattered.
0: I, I made myself watch it so I knew what <laughs> happened, and I, I still don't totally believe what I saw. And uh, I think uh, it's more—it shocking for sure. It's more credit to the Mavericks um, than than anything else. Obviously, the Suns—they definitely have some internal issues. Something's going to come out. That's not the—it's not the Phoenix Suns that I've grown to to know and love. But uh, yeah, hey, what can you do? I'm done cheering against Luka Doncic. So I will be on the Mavericks every game this series, win or lose.
1: Well, if I we get swept,
0: it. I don't care. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm in.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's my favorite player in the league. I'll be. Rocking with him till the end,
0: and Little Wayne pissing him off. What are you doing, well, Little Wayne? That's so unnecessary. He is. He, Little Wayne's not wrong though. Like I mean, I, when the Suns oh. were up, I was you know I was saying the same stuff.
1: But it, the, the the reason he the reason he tweeted that is because he's such a big fe- friend of Chris Paul, which is fine. But he tweeted because Luca flopped, and like Chris Paul is like one of the most notorious floppers in the NBA. Okay. I mean, there's clips everywhere. Everybody, I mean, everybody does it. LeBron flops, Luca flops, Chris Paul flops, Booker flops. That Luca special, every time he goes down the court, he got his mouth wide open, his head thrown back, screaming for a foul. Yeah, I mean, I, agree. I don't like when people call other people floppers when they do the same thing. Like, if you go to flop, it's fine. Like, you're probably gonna get the call.
0: Yeah, but if you like the guy, it's way different.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was unnecessary for a little way, but Mark Cuban got him back, so it's okay.
0: Yeah, Mark Cuban absolutely bodied
1: him. It's, I, I like cheering for the Mavs too because I I love Mark Cuban. That's uh, exactly how I, I would act if I was the owner. I'm courtside every game talking. Shit. I don't like these white billionaires that like don't even care if their team wins.
0: Yeah, Mark Cuban, Steve Ballmer. That's really it's really all we all we got on that yeah. on that front. But yeah, I I'm looking forward to the series. I. It's not that I love cheering for the Mavs because I, I don't know what it's like, really. I, you know, I was a big jazz guy. Uh, yeah,
1: that was never going to work.
0: It <laughs> yeah, did not feel good. And a huge, <laughs> huge Suns guy. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I don't want to cheer against the Mavs anymore. So I will not be doing that until the finals.
1: Yeah. So uh, what finals matchup do you want to see?
0: I want to see the Boston Celtics against the Mavs.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, th- there's not a like a wrong answer. Like, there's storylines everywhere. The Heat Mavs have obviously had those two two uh, finals in the last, like, 15 years that they split. 06, Wade and Shaq beat Dirk, and then Dirk beat the oh, first that would year. Be cool. First yeah. year of the Heatles, so that'd be, like, the, the round three. I mean, it, it's been, like, 15 years. It's not, like, some crazy rivalry. but And then uh, Warriors, obviously, trying to go back for the first time without Kevin Durant um, and kind of submitting them as one of the best teams ever. I think that's kind of already – Kind of already a thing. But, yeah, uh, obviously, like I've said seven times, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I'm also rooting for Mav celtics I love that Celtics team. Nothing against the Heat. Uh, they're just kind of boring, you know. Like I like Jimmy Butler a lot, and then it's kind of like, uh, Max Drew's DePaul legend.
0: But. Yeah, Mad Max. That's my favorite player on the team. I don't really have a problem with any of the possible matchups. It's the Mavs heat storyline. That is cool. I didn't really think about that. I I just think the Tatum Luca thing would be, would be neat. Uh, It'd be great if we could get the NBA at a point where it's like Tatum, Luca Giannis. uh, I don't know. I was about to say Booker and
1: then I got kind of sad again, but the NBA is already in such a healthier spot than it was like even five years ago when, like you said, it was going to be, Warriors and LeBron, no matter what. Like, yeah. I'm a LeBron fan. Um, I love watching him succeed and and fail many times in the finals. But it did get boring. I mean, I, I think the fact that it's mostly like duos across the league, and you know, I mean, some 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 teams have trios and stuff, but it's no, there's no like, oh my God, this team is minus 800 to advance to the next round and win the title. So. I think the NBA is in a great spot going forward. It seems like there's superstars coming into the league every year, and hopefully they get spread out and we're healthy like this for the next 10, 15 years.
0: Let's get spread out. Speaking of getting spread out, draft lottery coming up. It's a huge night for people like you whose teams are always yeah, in the draft lottery. Pretty
1: much it for me. It could,
0: if we could just <laughs> Playoffs refra- for me. If we could refrain from sending me Pistons win total overs with a bunch of advanced stats as to why it's for sure going to go over from now on, that would be terrific. <laughs> well, we had that. We had that bad
1: stretch. We lost yeah. like 15 in a row. Yeah, that'll we, do we, it. We only miss about three still.
0: Yeah, you? he least 15 in a row. It's a problem. Uh, yeah, I let's, let's not do that no matter how this goes tonight. But uh, yeah, big night for the Pacers. They're going to get the number one overall pick. Uh, first time since 1989 the Pacers have drafted in the top 10. What an incredible franchise with a ton of success, very clearly. And uh, yeah, uh, you guys are 14%. Uh, the Rockets are up there. Man, rockets are—they're—they're they're really fun. They—they they definitely deserve it. But yeah,
1: uh, yeah. They're a pretty promising, well, uh, combo of Kevin Porter and Jalen Green.
0: Yeah, I guess they're
1: fun but, to watch. They're not good, but <laughs> they're fun to watch. Like yeah. those two guys are good.
0: I don't—I don't, I don't know. That they're fun to watch. The Thunder—the Thunder would be cool. Uh, They're—they're they're getting there. I don't really wish good things upon the Thunder because yeah, they've the Thunder, been,
1: nah, they've been tanking like the way, for yeah like six four years. years.
0: Yeah. It,
1: and like oh like, everybody tanks, but like they do it so like oh like in your face.
0: Yeah, like they Chris Paul bubble year, they were like furious at how that went.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> they made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they were so yeah. pissed off about that. We didn't see Shea Gill Alexander again for two years because of that bubble experience. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun. Always enjoy the draft lottery. Um, let's see anything else going on? Uh, Stranger Things back in eleven days. That's uh that's part great. One. Oh what part one part one 11 like days though 11 it's a good it's good sign maybe
1: i'm just sick of these shows it's every show now it's a netflix thing well yeah i mean yeah I'm a, i watch better call Saul. there in the same and it's like every i mean i get it like it makes sense you get that publicity for like three months opposed to one week but i don't know it, they, we've been spoiled to the point where i, I just want to see what happens you know
0: yeah it bums me out um yeah, whatever. Um, take
1: like three months, like take like two weeks off, you know.
0: Yeah, Lakers show like was awesome. Um, really enjoyed that. If you haven't watched Winning Time on HBO, great way to spend a week or so. Uh, Barry, are you caught up on Barry?
1: I have one. I'm into season three. I have like I'm like one episode behind. Nice because it came out like last night. But yeah, incredible show.
0: Yeah, there's a Ringer Prestige TV podcast that they do on Bill Simmons' network where Bill Hader does an episode with one of the guys every Sunday night after the episode drops. Very very fun to listen to if you do like Barry. It's uh it's kind of cool little post game with the creator of the entire show and also the main actor on the show kind of diving into the episode and how they made it, what they reshot. Pretty interesting. Always enjoy it. Uh anything else going? on? I've been watching Gotham on uh netflix um let me tell you a little bit about it. so gotham uh is the story of uh jim gordon who's the you know, always the main cop in all the batman movies great character and it's like you know batman's not batman yeah he's just a young kid young bruce who's kind of mad that his parents got murdered parents always get murdered in batman's uh, yeah. but it's got like all the, <laughs> the bill in it. Let me tell you, this show is just horrendous. It's so <laughs> terrible.
1: I, I thought you were going to say <laughs> um,
0: like amazing. Or no, cause you know, I'm used to doing that and I, yeah. uh, I I'm, I'm like on season four of it. The episodes are like an hour. I probably watched 75 episodes of Gotham. The show is so bad. I mean, there's crazy stuff going on, man. Like the penguin had a crush on the Riddler. And the Riddler didn't like him back. So they both had each other killed. The Mr. Freeze is in there freezing the Riddler. Uh, he's an ice sculpture for five months. And it's, uh, it's just great. the Joker is trying to break the penguin out of jail right now. And Poison Ivy is killing just everybody. Horrendous. Yeah, it's so terrible. It's, it's just the worst show of all time. But I am locked in. That's what I'm going to do right after this.
1: Oh, my God. We're so getting the first pick. Why? Rip Hamilton's there wearing the mask.
0: No way. That's not fair. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's a wrap. Oh my god. I hope the Pacers have submits there. <laughs> <laughs> submits. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully he's in the house. Or Danny Granger. That would be awesome. Yeah, he
1: was so nasty for exactly two years.
0: Yeah, he, he was he was pretty cool. I liked him. He had a great form on NBA 2K. Really fun to shoot with. Uh okay, that's about all I got today. Anything else you gotta get off your chest?
1: No, nah, that's all I got.
0: All right, you're ready for the draft lottery. And yeah, like we'll do five this, minutes. We'll do the same conversation next year. It's going to be fun.
1: Uh line of the year of business next year, too. Uh, yeah. That's where great. we smack our win total. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 27 and a half. <laughs> if it uh, increases, I'm going to freak out. I might have to take the under if it goes up any. Yeah,
0: it should not be going up. All right. Well, that wraps us up. Uh, we will be back next week to let you know what's going on. Next week, I promise, we'll be back. My sister's getting married this weekend.
1: Sheesh.
0: all right yeah big party uh tory and clark you know great american couple world loves them it's gonna be awesome i'm gonna get up there give a little speech from the heart hopefully get some laughs get some tears you know you never know i've been workshopping it for a year hopefully it goes well always enjoy some opportunities at some stand-up but uh yeah it's uh it's gonna be lovely so i'll be at the ice house all weekend hopefully got some tvs in there <laughs> I'll talk to you tonight after the Heat win by 33. That'd be nice. All right, congrats on the Heat win.
1: All right, congrats on the Pistons' first overall pick. All right, TTYL.